is Friday, February 5th. We are two days away from the Super Bowl Live on CBS. Welcome into a very special Super Bowl prop-only edition of The Early Edge. We told you, turn those notifications on because you never know. You never know. We're going to drop something new into your feed. we got a lot to get to, so let's bring in my cappers right now. We're going four deep. We're going to start with our man all the way to, I guess, my left. He's R.J. White. He's the number one NFL handicapper at Sportsline. Now, R.J., I know you guys have been working for weeks on a lot of great information at Sportsline. Tell us all about it. Yeah, we just debuted a new Super Bowl landing page. It's got a lot of great stuff on it. It's got, when you're logged in, the projected score, the simulation, you know, what what, what the percentages on each side of the simulation. You got expert picks from me, Larry, everybody that, that's entered picks on there. Um, odds, props, injuries. There's a props page on there, so you can see all the different props we're doing. And DFS projections. That's all in one place. If you go to sportsline.com, uh, you'll be able to see the page. It's a big old Super Bowl at the top of the page. And then we're also doing a prop guide, a downloadable prop guide that's a PDF we send straight to your email if you sign up uh, through cbssports.com. And what that'll be, it's 26 pages, I believe, of a lot of trend data, research team that, that got together, did a lot of great uh, work on figuring out how, how often these prop hits, you know, what, what side is the good or bad side for the player props, integrating a lot of the uh, simulation into that for the player props, but then also looking at things like, you know, 17 out of 25, this prop hits, this, wow. you know, seven of the last nine, this prop hits. So if you go ahead and cbsports.com, go to the NFL page, you'll see an ultimate props guide near the top of that page. You'll be able to go sign up for that, download all that great information, get, get yourself about, I think, 80 to 85 picks in there. The one thing I don't want to hear on Sunday or on Monday is that, Coach, you didn't have us prepared for these props. We have you prepared. RJ and his team doing a phenomenal job. Also on the show, we're bringing him on for the very first time, Jacob Gibbs. You know him, NFL, NBA, fantasy, all that good stuff. Jacob, welcome to the Early Edge. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm a big Chiefs fan, a native Kansas City guy, so I'm really excited to talk some uh, some Super Bowl here. Yeah. My man, my man. <laughs> and then the czar of the playbook. Right below me. Look at him. He's making the rounds in AC, Atlantic City. Emery Hunt, what's up? Just providing the, the you know the uh, fashion for the show today. That's all <laughs> I'm here for. You look great, brother. And then finally, you know him. He runs our show. He's the maestro, Larry Hartstein. Larry, what's good? Coach, it's good to see you. I was going to say good morning, but it's the <laughs> afternoon, and it's great to have Jacob Gibbs on. This guy does the deepest dives and analytics on our site and almost anywhere. I love it. So let's jump right in because we're doing all kinds of props. Everybody has their favorites. So I'm going to start with R.J. White. R.J., give it to me. Yeah, we're looking at Mahomes passing yards. I know a lot of people are going over. That number's gone up and up and up. But I like the under here at under 332.5 or anything you can get at over 330. Take the under. He's top 330 yards in seven of his 17 games. He's not gotten there in four straight. That's against a wide range of opponents, so 17 games, not just a Super Bowl-caliber defense, as Tampa Bay has been playing at this point. Mahomes has played in seven career postseason games, hasn't top 325 passing yards in any of them. So is this the game he's setting his personal best? We know the O-line is beat up. We know he's got a good pass rush coming after him. I don't know that that's the case. If, and if the Chiefs are in control of this game, where some people think it's going to be you know, a Chiefs blowout, I think the emphasis is on getting first downs later in the game, not chunk plays, chewing up the clock, getting seven or eight yards a pop. And I think that lends itself to the under two. So I think a lot of different ways you can hit the under there. So that's my one like main like you know even odds on each side. Then my little long shot here is player to score first points in game, Mike Evans at 14 to 1. Good chance that the Bucs get the ball first. Tampa hasn't deferred the last few times they won the point toss. Chiefs always defer. So I think they can put together a long drive if they get the ball first, get in the 
red zone, get a touchdown, and their best red zone weapon is Evans. He had two touchdowns in his first meeting on just three catches and nine targets. He scored the first touchdown in the Bucks' last two games, scored the first points overall in that Green Bay game. And I do like going with that first points boost over the first touchdown. Tampa knows they have to be aggressive versus Kansas City. I think if they get close, they're going for that touchdown and targeting Evans. Tom Brady does have a history of really going to the – uh, receivers and tight end that he really likes in big games. And this is the biggest game. All right, Emery, uh, I know you like wide receivers. I know you like offense. Uh, your first one, I really like. Go ahead. Yeah, my first one is looking at Tyreek Hill and going over the 28 and a half yard reception for his longest reception of the game. This started at 27 and a half. It moved up to 28 and a half. He's probably going to get 30 on a long reception. He's probably going to end up with three chunk plays. He's a chunk play guy. They're in a chunk play offense, and he's a chunk play maker. So look for him to go over. And on defense, Devin White going over 10.5 tackles, total tackles. Um, so you look at what he's done so far this season. He's been a tackling machine. And I think a lot of it is due to the fact that he's a former running back that moved to linebacker at LSU, and now that makes him a little bit more keen on what's going on uh, with blocking assignments, so he's able to anticipate, and he has the speed and athleticism to get from point A to point B, which is why he's always in the right spot, so to speak, to make a play. Look for him to have more than that ten and a half number uh, in this game. Now let's move on to Jacob. And last year, Jacob, uh, when it really came down to the money time, and it seems like every time it's money time for the Chiefs, it's all about Travis Kelsey. What do you like on his props this weekend? Yeah, you're right. It's all about Travis Kelsey. You cannot go wrong uh, betting the over on Kelsey, generally speaking. Um, but as RJ alluded to, the Bucks definitely are going to be coming after Mahomes on the banged-up offensive line here. The Bucks have the fifth-highest blitz rate in the NFL. Um, and I think that we're going to see Mahomes looking to get the ball out quickly. His average depth of target definitely comes down when he is blitzed. Um, and Mahomes is, is one of the rare quarterbacks that actually is better when blitzed than not blitz. He's been the best uh, quarterback in the NFL by far when blitz. And if you looked at who he's targeting most often when blitz, that is Travis Kelsey. Uh, his 27.4% target per route run rate is way up um, when blitz as opposed to when not blitz. And then if you just look at how frequently he's being targeted in the postseason, it's really insane. He's been targeted on 35% of his routes run. And for reference, Devontae Adams led the NFL with a 31% rate this season. So really lean heavily on Kelsey. And I think you definitely smash the over on yardage and definitely on receptions in this spot. What about your third prop bet here? So, yeah, we're going back to tight end. On the other side of the ball, it's Cameron Brait. Um, I think you definitely take the unders here. His numbers have been a little bit inflated because they've been playing some really zone-heavy defenses lately, um, which just naturally leads the more dump-offs to the tight ends, the running backs. But that's not uh, the case with Kansas City. They use man coverage at one of the highest rates in the NFL. Um, and Brait, if you just look at the underlying usage, he only ran 12 routes last uh, the last time we saw Tampa Bay on 53 dropbacks, so 23% of the dropbacks he ran a route on. And so it's just really unsustainable production to keep seeing the high targets, and I just don't think we're going to see it here. I, I would be taking the unders on Braid. All right, very good. I like all three of those. I know my man, the maestro, has been busy on the early edge every single day, but he has made time for these prop bets today. Maestro, what do you like? Well, I love where Jacob was going with Kelsey, and I'm going to keep it simple and, sell, and say Travis Kelsey to score a touchdown at minus 162. He scored in six straight games. His last eight playoff games, eight touchdowns. He didn't score in the first meeting, had a ton of catches, and with Tyreek Hill probably drawing a little extra attention after exploding, I think Tyreek Hill, I mean, I think Kelsey definitely gets in the end zone. 
On the Chiefs side, I want to stay there. And Patrick Mahomes, over 22 and a half rushing yards. Everyone's been talking about his toe, but he's had two weeks off. And there's two key factors here. Tampa Bay stuffs the run against running backs. You can't run. But quarterback runs second worst in the NFL at defending those. And everyone's talked about the makeshift offensive line. I think Mahomes is going to be doing some scrambling. And I think he's going to take off. There's nothing to hold back for over 22 and a half rushing yards. On the other side, Chris Godwin, five and a half catches. Go over that at minus 130. Had eight catches in the first meeting. If you look back at that meeting, the first half, Tampa Bay tried to throw outside. The Chiefs' perimeter corners are too good. And then they started going in the slot, second half, and just pounded the slot. And that's where Godwin operates. He actually has had 28 targets in the postseason. Has only come down with 14 of them, which is why we're getting such a low number on his receptions. Go over five and a half. You know, I thought it was funny what former 49ers defense coordinator Robert Saleh said about Patrick Mahomes. He says, don't let that old man tiptoe in between plays fool you. He's going to get after it. And he certainly uh, got after it last year and is prepared to do that again. Now, RJ just put over all the different information that we have prepared for you at Sportsline. But if you're not a Sportsline member already, what in the world are you waiting for? I tell you every single day. But use the promo code EDGE, and we're going to give you 30 days for free. Also, put on your push notifications because we got so much extra content this week. We've already done the Cousin Sal interview. Uh, the Maestro sat down with Nick Bogdanovich from William Hill. That was incredibly insightful. And also, coming up on Sunday with RJ and Larry, we're going to have a Super Bowl-only edition of the Early Edge. And then later, a watch party. How about this? Fantasy Football Today crew, the Pick 6 crew, the Early Edge crew, at halftime, but also, Maestro, you guys are going to be on two hours before. Is that right? Yeah, I think we're going to take over an hour before to be the fantasy guys uh, leading up to us, and then I okay. think we're all going to be at halftime, right? I love it, man. And I'll be on it as soon as I get done with PGA Tour Live because we never stop working. Now, those were player props. I need to go with non-player props. RJ, let's go to you. Yeah, I like to look at which half is going to have more points. You can take the first half or you can take second half and overtime together. You got to lay one and a half points, take second half, and it's minus 125. Even with both of those, I still love it. Super Bowls in recent years have tended to start slowly as teams feel each other out. We don't see a lot of scoring in the first quarter. And then if you just look at those split in the halves, uh, 17 of the last 22 Super Bowls have had more points in the second half, including each of the last four. Those other five instances, one was a push, you know, even that would get you a loss here. And then four had more points in the first half than the second half. So this just seems to me to set up to, um, you know, a little bit of a slow start with these teams. They feel each other out. They figure out um, how to block if you're Kansas City, how to, you know, take advantage of Kansas City if you're Tampa Bay and uh, Tom Brady. So um, I just think they're going to get a little bit more, uh, you know, their their stuff together in the second half and uh, score more there. I took my 10-year-old son to the Super Bowl last year because we're huge Chiefs fans. And to your point, they were down, what, 11 in the second half, and then all of a sudden three touchdowns. Bang, bang, bang. And they got the job done. That would win this bet this year. All right, Emery, back to you. Well, building on what RJ talked about, and he's absolutely right. These games tend to start slow, and that's why I think in the first half you take the Bucks plus two and a half points. I think we'll see the Bucks either have a lead, this game will be tied, or it'll be a very slim margin to fall under that three number. That's the total for the game for the uh, you know the spread for the game. So I see this one being a very tight. Tightly contested first half before in the second half, we start to see things open up a bit for Kansas City. All right, very good. Finally, Larry, when I saw this non-player prop, I had to scratch my head for a second, but then it hit me. Explain what you mean when you give out this play. 
Yeah, the team to score last wins the Super Bowl. So it's, I mean, it happened last year. It's happened seven straight years. In fact, it's happened 20 of the last 22 years. Now, if you look at the odds on that, it should be like minus 900. It's actually only minus 210. It has been coming up. I still like it at minus 210. The team to score last wins the Super Bowl. It's that simple. Yeah, that means it's not going to be a blowout. That's what the maestro was saying. It's not going to be a blowout. All right. Now, before we wrap things up and before I get to the recap, and we'll recap all the picks, uh, there's a few fun ones. And I don't know if you guys have even thought about it yet, but have you ever, anybody ever bet on the coin flip? No, I think you got to get, you got to make sure you're getting plus 100. I mean, minus 101, minus 102 is fine if you want to play with it. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it's 50 50 either way. Actually, Tails has been uh, ahead 29 out of, out of 54 Super Bowls. So if you were to bet Tails every single time, you're actually coming out ahead there. So um, if you believe in the gambler's fallacy of, you know, the heads has got to catch up and get to 50%, take heads. <laughs> uh, everybody likes to bet on the length of the national anthem. And who can forget a few years ago when Carrie Underwood uh, sang the national anthem? She was so innocent. She told a story that she went to a party the night before and everybody was asking her, hey, how long is the national anthem going to be tomorrow? And she had no idea why people were asking her that question. They all wanted to bet on it. And apparently the over-under this year is a buck fifty-nine. What do we like there? Think somebody's going to drag I- it out? Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to go over. I mean, it's a duet. It's got two artists of different styles. And I think musically, there might be a little pausing to reset during transitions. You know, you, you get to the end of one verse, somebody kind of takes a beat, and then the, the they come up and, and they get in their tempo. Um, so I, I, there's not a lot of opportunity to practice, you know, to rehearse together because this is a pandemic. So you got to think they're not in person a lot. So I would think that plus the fact that the last time it was a duet, it was over two minutes. I think it was 2.08 between Aaron Neville and Aretha Franklin. Uh, you got to lean to the over here. Listen to RJ throwing out Aaron Neville, <laughs> Aaron Neville's name. Now, this is one that I think would be a live bet for me if I bet on it at all, and that is the color of the Gatorade for the Gatorade shower after the game. I think I'd have to wait to see how I do with my plays in the game. Would anybody bet on this prior to the game starting? I would. Uh, listen, because here's the thing. Players like to drink water, and I know you know the other stuff is, is all good. It's sweet, tastes fine. But, man, sometimes that stuff cramps you up. And the, the trusted, tried, and true drink in a football game is water. Uh, so I think water at the end will be what gets poured on the coast because it'll be the oh. least one to carry. Well, you know, the Chiefs won last year, obviously. And you know what they what it was last year? I don't know if you remember the iconic picture of Andy Reid taking a bath. It was orange. And that's why orange is the favorite here at plus 100. So if you think Chiefs are going to be superstitious and stick to their routine and you think the Chiefs are going to win the game, you can get plus 100 there instead of whatever the money line is right now. It is unbelievable how many different things that you can bet on. And I'm sure on Sunday we'll be throwing more prop bets out there and really diving deep uh, into some of the ridiculousness uh, that is the prop bets. All right, Jacob, throw up our recap. Here's what we look like. R.J. White, he loves Patrick Mahomes under 332 and a half passing yards. The first player to score, I like this one, Mike Evans. There's a lot of research, recent research that says, and this is plus 1,400. More points in the second half in overtime, minus one and a half. That's minus 125. Then Emory Hunt, the czar of the playbook. He likes Tyreek Hill, longest reception, over 28 and a half yards. Devin White, over. Ten and a half tackles and assists, and the first half bet the Bucks plus two and a half. Then my man Jacob likes Travis Kelsey over seven and a half receptions, over 97 and a half receiving yards, and then Cameron Bray under 28 and a half receiving yards as well. And my man, the, la- uh, the maestro, Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown, 
you know Mahomes is always looking for him. Minus 162, then Mahomes over 22.5 rush yards. Let's hope that ankle is okay. Chris Godwin over 5.5 receiving yards, minus 130. And then this one, the team that scores last wins the game. We all think it's going to be tight. The spread is 3, 3.5. This is a great pick. Meister says it should be around minus 900. It's only minus 210. And as we always like to say on the show, Maestro, the juice. It's worth the squeeze. You're damn right. Let's get it going. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets. Can you imagine if you want every single one of these? Straight to the pay window for Emery Hunt, for RJ White, for Jacob Gibbs, for the Maestro, for Jacob the Jeweler, who puts all of this together. Oh, my goodness. Can we give you any more? I'm the coach. This is the only place every single time for your daily early edge. Good luck.